over. You dropped me into that vat of chemicals. That wasn't easy to get over. And don't think that I didn't try. I know you did. I mean, I say I made you. You gotta say you made me. And how childish can you get? Huh? You wouldn't hit a guy with glasses on, would you? This is the I Like to Watch podcast. Yet another podcast about film, Donnie. Let's uh, let's let's get right in because I know you've got some things that are craw- that have crawled right uh, up your ass. So let's do a little housekeeping. Housekeeping. I think you're sleeping. Housekeeping. You come back in an hour. Our towels need sleepy. Housekeeping, you want men for a pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. Uh, there were some interviews. I guess he. I guess this cocksucker. He's. He's not a. I shouldn't say cocksucker. That's bad too. But like, he's. You're not a fan. I'm not a fan. This fucking Mario movie just came out. Seth, I'm, not, which Seth I'm, not gonna see. I'm not fuck that. I'd rather I'm, I'd <laughs> rather watch the fucking Bob Hoskins fucking John Johnny Legs ver I'd rather watch that ad nauseum versus yeah, this fuck yeah. this thing. Chris Pratt and fucking blah blah blah. But apparently the thing that's sticking in my craw is apparently uh during some of these uh uh yeah uh, uh, junkets interviews, whatever, Seth Rogan is out there touting how uh yeah. I wasn't going to do a voice to do Donkey Kong. I told them flat out, I'm just going to be me. And that that really pissed me the fuck off. Why is that? We're not talking about, and pursuant to our movie in a couple minutes, we're not talking about Jack Nicholson here. We're not talking about uh, a giant actor of cinema, okay? We're talking about Seth fucking Rogen. And he's doing, and, he, and he's getting paid premium cash. Yeah, a lot of money. Voice, to a lot voice of money. A cartoon character. Yeah. In a movie based on a Nintendo game. Sure. You can't get too pretentious when you're in those 
But that sounds pretty pretentious. Yeah. It's a giant. A pretentious look, fuck. It's a giant. It's That's a giant. I don't like Seth Rogen. I Seth Rogen is a, a pretentious fucking, fucking can't stand him. Can't It's a I giant. Think some of his performances are good, but I think Jonah Hill's way better. It's a giant. Oh well, that's debatable too. But anyway, it's it's a giant IP with with Nintendo. Okay. Everybody could say uh, what they want about how Donkey Kong doesn't have a voice. Unlike Mario, unlike Luigi, unlike some of these other characters who have literal voices in the video games over the years, okay? Donkey Kong hasn't really had an established voice in that way. What is it, uh, Kevin Conroy? Was that, was his, was that his name? Yeah, uh, yeah the he Batman. was Batman. He was Batman, yeah, right? Was the Batman. Okay, uh, 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 Luke Skywalker. Mark Hamill was did the Joker. Joker for many, yeah. many things. Video games, yeah. cartoons, right? Yeah. There, there was not really an established voice for Donkey Kong. Okay. Yeah. Well, the fact that he has this, like, he's like just out there spouting it about, like, well, you know, I'm not going to do a voice, but if they want to hire me, they'll hire me to do this voice. And with a stupid fucking laugh. And I fucking hate that guy. And it just really pissed me off. <laughs> it really pissed me off. Because how many fucking real voice actors out there would have killed to do that job for a fucking tenth of what Seth Rogen got paid? A tenth. Yep. A tenth. Yep. And that yep. really fucking pisses me off. Well, and until Hollywood really gets their, oh. their until Hollywood gets their own heads out of their asses, this is what's going to continue to fucking happen. And it's not well, like anyone's going to see the fucking Mario movie because Seth Rogen's fucking in it. If anything, Jack Black is a fucking big big draw. If, from what I've seen, is he he's the it? one. Yeah, he's playing Bowser yeah. in it. And if anything, I've seen he's really into it. He's dressing and up Chris in costume Pratt, for interviews and for the for, premiere. For Ill, Chris Pat is a much bigger like. Uh, sure, for draw, the Marvel, for the Marvel draw. draw, for sure, sure. You There's know. still other stuff out there than Marvel. There, I think well, the Jurassic movies, right? Okay, fine. He did the Jurassic, exactly. That's a huge deal. I don't know. Not denying like Chris Pratt. Not denying the draw, okay? Yeah, but, like, yeah. you know, for him to be out there, like, spouting this shit, touting how cool he is that he got hired, or fuck, fuck this guy. Fuck Seth Rogen is my point. Anyway. And I think that's some, you know, I, I think that's uh, an excellent point to make. Um, I've I've felt I've felt like fuck Seth Rogen ever since, and again it has very little to do with his uh, talent. I've never really thought he was that great. He's fine. I thought he was good in the Fablemans. I, I enjoyed his performance I in the Fablemans. It. I fell asleep during that my, movie. But my but my problem my problem with Seth Rogen is that he is fakely uh, progressive. Hmm. And does not think through uh, his stances, but he says things that are absolutely virtue signaling okay. without any any regard. What, I remember, the only reason is, and this is where I started going down the rabbit hole with Seth Rogen, was oh. it, I, I can't remember when this was, but it was at a time, I think it was during the pandemic, and people were like breaking into cars in San Francisco. I mean, okay. like just cars okay. were getting stolen right and left. It's still and happening, he does but it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, but he puts this thing out there. It's like, hey, guys, guys, you know, I had my car broken. It's just a car. Well, you know, if you're a fucking multimillionaire, you, it's just a fucking car. Fucking and everybody off. else, it's a goddamn lifeline. Yeah, and it's I'm you, paying you fucking $400 cunt. a month, you fucking prick. That's fuck what I'm you. saying. And so and I kind of went from that, and then I just kind of went, all right, this guy is a piece of shit. All right. So instead of a piece of shit, <laughs> instead of a piece of shit, yeah. let's, let's, let's get into 
uh, an iconic film. Oh, your pick. Yeah. This was your yeah. pick. In yeah. fact, when I mentioned to Himmel that we were talking about this, he was like, when? When? I said, we're doing it tonight. He goes, fuck. He's I want to be on that conversation. I said, yeah. sorry. This is just Donnie and I. We're talking about it. Yeah, he's, he's got to go, he's, he's go on his boat. You know, yeah, so yeah, go in his boat and uh, deal. No, I think he's. Uh, I think t- <laughs> tonight no, the, he's getting high. He's getting high with his wife. And, oh, that's uh, wonderful. The, well, that's fucking cool. The babies. Oh, all right. The kids. The kids are with the grandparents, uh, and see, so they have a night. You know what? Yeah, fine. Uh, God yeah. bless. That's amazing. Yeah, I gotta, yeah. You know, you gotta no, get no, no, a good no. surprise for that. That's all right, so what? Props. What is this film? Fuck that man. We obviously, both really, really dig. Don't kill me, man. Don't kill me. Don't kill me, man. I'm not going to kill you. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. (laughs) Fucking Batman from 1989. Fucking Tim Burton directing uh, the fucking... Uh, these two producers are insane. John Peters, Peter Goober. They really are. Right? I mean, crazy. Jack Nicholson, Michael Keaton, Kim Basinger, Robert Wool, Pat Hingle, Billy D. Williams, Michael Gough, and Jack Palance. Come on, man. It's a stacked cast. It's a brilliant fucking director at the at almost the basically the beginning of his game with yeah. Hollywood, right? Um, I don't think we need to do a fucking breakdown of the the story. Like, if you haven't seen fucking Batman, like you know Batman, you know Batman. Everyone knows Batman. You know Batman. And and what really blew my mind doing some of the research for this movie, Michael Keaton was not a great choice according to the fans oh the, people the kind of nuts. fucking nutty I fans that. okay how old so were, i how didn't old, know how old were you well, when you i was i was i was 11 years old i was born in 78 so i was 11 okay. years old well probably 10 I was, when was i was 23 this was released in january of 89 so yeah, I, was I was just over 10 years old I, I did was, see this in a movie theater, though. I oh yeah, I did too. Viscerally yeah. remember sitting in yeah. the movie theater with my mom and my dad watching this film. I was um, twenty-three. It was my senior year in college. I was in the University of Arkansas, and the last six months of my time, surprisingly, um, when I graduated, uh, I graduated in '89, and. Went and lived with my mom. No, actually, now I think about it, I think I probably had just graduated when this movie came out, and I was in that process of transitioning, trying to figure out what I was going to do. But I went to Kansas um, for about three months to stay with my mom because I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do. I had only been to Chicago one time prior to that, and that was during college for a a, a jazz band thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was, uh, let's put it this way, I landed on the shores of Lake Michigan the end of April, 1989. Okay. Okay. And that was when I just drove my truck, had no idea right, where right, I was going, right. had no money, no Bronco, friends, no right? job. Yeah, 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 it was the Bronco yeah, too. Yeah. And, uh, and so this is probably the, the, the last big culturally significant movie I saw before completely upending my life. Wow. So that's where I, yeah. And I remember seeing it in the theater. I even remember, it was a theater uh, just across the street from the Walmart that was the very first Walmart. Wow. 
in Bentonville, Bentonville, Arkansas, Holy like the shit. very first Walmart. And so, yeah, wow. I remember that. I remember. Yeah, I can't it. remember if it was. Um, I can't remember if it was Fort City or oh, Chicago Ridge City, yeah. Mall. Okay. <laughs> where no, we saw the, you know, no, it was the cinema. Those were the cinemas, right? Like mm-hmm. that's, you know, it's where you went, the multiplexes, right? In your area, that's I right. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, Dick Tracy, however, I think released in the same year. I'd have to look with uh, Warren Beatty. We yeah, did. Yeah, I was... did see that one at Ford City. I I do remember that. But <laughs> yeah, Batman. I can't. I cannot. I, I I I can picture being in the cinema, in the seat. With the Warner Brothers logo fading the black and the oh. fucking the, the 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 Danny Elfman score coming up and that kind of visual travel around the bat the, emblem itself yeah. while the bat and you march don't know is happening. You don't yeah, you don't know it's the bat yeah, emblem until yeah. it backs away. It's really, really like exciting. I, I'm, I'm there. Like I can picture myself in the, I but I cannot picture which fucking cinema it is. Which yeah, really yeah. bugs the shit out of me personally, but Whatever. Um, yeah, this movie, this this is a nostalgia pick in a big way, but it also speaks to um, kind of the battle that you and I have had over the, I'll say years, even though we, you know, the podcast is recent, you and I have talked about this for a few years, about, you know, this kind of superhero shit and how it's kind of like just taken over and become the primary source of entertainment in cinema. Um, this was really the start of it all, I think. I mean, I know where you're gonna go. I know where you're gonna go. I know where you're gonna go. Superman with Christopher Reeve, right? Was mm-hmm. the, 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 the Alan Salkin and, and uh, Mankiewicz mm-hmm. and, Ilya, and, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was the initial kind of version of, we can write, direct, shoot, a superhero movie for the cinema that will not only bring in kids, but adults as well. Okay? Let and me I back ag- you up. Oh, go ahead, Let me please. Back you up. Oh, please. Okay, so you, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You, you said you were born in 78? Yes, sir. In 1978, I saw Superman the movie. Right. I was 12. Right. Here was what was significant, really, I think, significant, and I think it is, it's been, it's been the, the long road toward this whole, whole superhero uh, craze, we'll call it. Sure. Was, was that Superman the movie, and the, the tagline for Superman the movie was, you will believe a man um, can fly. Correct, right. And, and when I saw this movie, it was the very first time I had ever seen a superhero that I had read. I was, I was, I was really never as much a Batman guy as I was a Superman guy when I was a kid. But I was always more Marvel than DC anyway. Okay. And my my perspective on that is, and the reason I think superheroes are ascending, and why they're such a big deal now, other than the fact that they make a ton of fucking money and the technology is finally caught up with the vision, is well, that well, well mm, go ahead, go ahead, I mean, go ahead, they, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, they overdone it, go ahead, but. Uh, is, is that, uh, you know, uh, and, and this is my larger than, you know, my philosophical take on the whole thing, is that for, you know, I don't know how many years the Greeks had their Greek gods. Sure. But, you know, that was, that was their thing. And, you know, this country was founded on a Puritan, uh, Judeo-Christian sort of model, and over the course of the 250 years that the country's been around, that model has been less and less embraced. 
by the people in the country. Religion, you know, religion and churches have taken major hits in the last probably 50 years to the point where, you know, they're now a third Literally a third of the American population list themselves as either agnostic or atheist. And what I would say is that the, so the comic a third, wow, a third, the wow. comic book, the comic book characters are kind of like, in my opinion, the Greek gods of the Greeks. And what I loved about Superman, the movie, and I think the reason it was significant for me is it was the first time I'd seen one of these comic book characters taken seriously. Like, we're not going to make a movie that makes mm. fun of it. We're not going to make a movie that talks down to the people that grew up loving these things. We're not going to talk down to the kids. And we're going to cast people who the adults will respect. You got Gene Hackman. I mean, you know, I mean, you got uh, uh, Warren Beatty. You're not Warren Beatty. Who am I thinking of? Uh, Otis is Ned Beatty. Thank you. Ned Beatty. Um, Jesus. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I mean, but you've got, you've got real, you've got real adult actors uh, in a movie that was written to take the character seriously. So that was 11 years before this movie. And I think uh, to your point, I think Batman was, I think Superman came out and nobody knew what to do about its success. And they, they kind of muddled around for a little while. And then all of a sudden Burton comes out with Batman and and people well, took it seriously because there's, it's it's not a, I mean there is some elements of humor to it but it's not a funny movie it's taking the character and the world that the character inhabits seriously and that is why I think that movie is such a significant beginning to the whole superhero thing is that it was taking them seriously and not leaving people out right I think the thing that I love about Batman is that it embrace the darkness that yeah. is the character. Um, Superman, to me, like, I didn't grow up with comic books in the same way you did. Yeah. Uh, my dad had some comic books from the 50s and 60s, some of which I actually still have. I'm sure they're not worth shit because they're all fucking, like, semi-destroyed. But um, they're worth more to me than they are on the fucking open market, right? Exactly. Um, but the Batman was a darker I mean it was it literally was called detective comics right like yeah. he was a hard boiled kind of uh, creature of the night like it wasn't yeah. it wasn't this otherworldly um, I mean Superman is an alien right we can admit yeah. that he's from he's from Krypton he comes here you know whatever I think the cool thing about the uh, kind of creation, <laughs> the origin story of this movie is that uh, this this guy he was a he was a was he was a uh, like a journal he was a uh, not journalist excuse me uh, a, a, a legal student he graduated a law degree Michael Sam Mi Hamm? what's that Michael Michael Uslin was that his oh, name oh oh okay now I know you're talking Michael about. E Uslin right yeah he graduated with a law degree. But he was so big into fucking comics that he created uh -huh. the first accredited college course yeah. in comic book studies at Indiana University, right? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. He graduated from Indiana. Wait, where was it? Where was it? I think it was Indiana University. I think it was. Anyway. Have you met Jared Keene? Have you met Jared Keene? 
No, he was no, a, no, no, he's a he's a guy in uh, at UNLV, and he's a friend of David and I's. And okay. he actually teaches. He's a he's an English professor, but one of his classes he teaches is on the literature of Jack Kirby. Okay, and so. It's it's a serious serious subject. He wrote yeah. a big piece for Literate Ape once about uh, the Silver Surfer and okay. it's and yeah. his legacy. It's like it's it is something to be taken seriously. And right. I think this so was it, one of the first movies to do that. And so it was. It was at IU that he created the first and Stan Lee called him up to kind of congratulate mm-hmm. him for like, you know, thank you for taking this shit seriously and for making university take it seriously. Apparently on his um there was a there was like an open kind of call for uh, 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 classes, like if you could, if you want to teach an accredited class, come present it to us, the dean of the university, the dean of the schools, et cetera, et cetera. Pitch us your class, and we'll see if it's going to be an accredited class, right? And yeah, so, yeah. the dean of the university apparently said to Michael Uslan, like. Oh, you're the kid that wants to fucking teach a, a class about comic, comic books. Book. Yeah, the right? comic book class. And yeah. so his whole thing was, um, well, you're religious, right? Tell me the story about Moses, right? And yeah. Moses, Moses was born, blah, 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 blah uh-huh. putting the thing, yeah. putting the thing and sent down the river and other people raised him and he became this big leader, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, okay, okay, you know that story, great. You like comic books, right? Yes. Well, tell me the story about Superman. You know Superman, right? Tell me that story about Superman. Same well, story. Superman was put in this basket from another planet uh-huh, and sent to yeah. People raised him as their own, and he became this big leader. Blah, blah. And the guy immediately was like, word. It's an accredited class. Have fun yeah, teaching and it. Yeah, like I said, that's it, brilliant. It is, it so, is, it's the modern mythology. Yeah, so you're and, I, and I've about, always felt like that. Yeah, yeah. And so your thing about Superman being like the kind of like genesis of it, like yeah. I, I have, I have mad respect for it. Um, for me, a lover of horror films, a lover of yeah, noir yeah. films and detective films, Batman just strikes so close to my heart. Superman is like, I get it. It's fun. It is what it is. I saw those movies, but like the fucking Batman, dude. Uh, Here's another theory I'll throw at you. And I, yeah. you know, cause I've, obviously I've thought about this shit far more than I need to. Well, far However, more than me, far more than yeah, me, by the way, yeah. you know, um, is, is that and it's the reason I've always preferred Marvel over DC with the exception of Batman, as I've gotten older, is that if you look at the, if you look at the characters of DC, they are effectively gods of, among men. You got oh. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's not really human, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But Batman has no powers. No. He has no superpowers. It's he's money. the only, like, like, if you look at the Justice League, he's literally the only character in the Justice League that doesn't have any superpowers. His superpower is he's fucking smart as shit. And rich. And will do, and rich, and yeah. will do the shittiest <laughs> shit. He, you know, even, yeah. even in, even in Tim Burton's Batman, and I forgot about oh, this and watching the other, oh, he kills he so many people in this movie. Straight up fucking Just murders. kills. Yeah, Just I love murders it. I love so it. many people. I love it, and I love it. But the reason, the reason I've always preferred Marvel is <laughs> that Marvel is 
It's Peter Parker who's a nerd gets bit by a spider. Yeah, it's always it. it's, it's always Reed this. Is, you know, yeah, it's this thing. The regular well, people that well, get hold on, powers. Hold on, hold on. With the exception of Thor and Loki yeah. and all that fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've never been into those guys. Okay, I've never okay, been okay, those okay. Guys. But yeah. Captain America, Iron yeah, Man. But, yeah, they're regular uh, guys that are well, given powers. I would say. And they have to I would say Iron Man is one that's closest to Batman. Yeah, because he's super rich and he's super smart. And, and he, he creates his own shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so I appreciate yeah. that. In fact, yeah. I think uh, that, that was one of the things I always thought was funny is that Iron Man was never, you know, like right now, Iron Man today is like a big character. Because the it time, created the fucking well, but exactly, MCU. But at the time, at the time, Iron Man was a third tier, tier uh, character yeah, yeah, yeah. at best. Yeah, I'm sure. Batman has always been one of the centerpieces and I don't of the know, DC world. And I don't know the lineage of it, but I'm sure. Iron Man was an uh, an answer. Oh, he was to a ripoff. Well, the thing is that that game that game was played that game was played by, oh, by six, both 50s, sides where they 40s? were just they were just stealing Christ. shit from each other. Oh yeah, yeah that's why yeah, that's yeah. yeah you've so, got all it, kinds of characters that are. But in terms like of that. the film, right? The rights yeah. the rights were bought up by Uslan Michael Uslan this 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 professor of comic books at IU, right? Uh, back in the seventies. And he was the one that was really the champion to try to get a cinematic version of Batman made. A serious made. version, because, yeah. because up until he was trying to do the work, all we had were the comic books yep. that ultimately, let's be honest, kind of devolved into the... Uh, I don't even know who what TV, what TV station aired it. Back in the day, what, I don't even know what production company was involved, but oh, you're talking about the the Batman, uh, the 60s, da, 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 yeah, 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 with with yeah. you know, I just it became Adam really West, fucking cheesy, and like that's not that's not the origin of Batman, right? No, and they were making even fun the of comic it. That, book, that well, the game. and even some of the comic books in the '60s started going along those well. Technicolor DC. bullshit lines. See, well, the thing about it is DC, and that was one of the things I've always thought was, again, one of those dif differentiations between DC and Marvel mm -hmm. is Marvel always had, it's always one of the things that was interesting is that the, the villains in Marvel were pretty similar to the heroes. You know, they were not like born evil until you get to, until you get to, to like crazy space shit and multi-dimensions. It was really... You know, it was the, the it was it was a mirror image. Each of the bat villains was a mirror image of the hero. Mm -hmm. And DC, especially Batman, they started just spitballing the dumbest motherfucking character. I mean, Polka Dot Man, which yes, James Gunn kind of brought Dave Dismulchin and made Polka Dot Man a much more relatable and serious character. But at the time, Polka Dot Man was literally just a bank robber who threw polka dots at people. I mean, this is oh. the kind of bullshit that they created. What's oh. brilliant about this movie and brilliant about the, the duality of Batman and Joker is that they're both insane well, for very different reasons, and they mirror each other in and, a yin-yang sort of Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde kind of thing. And it's really a, a, a strong literary sort of uh, convention that those two characters. Well, and based on some of the research that I was doing, that was a bone of contention. For, and, and you talk about like how this, this modern 
uh, kind of, let's call it toxic fandom culture about like who's going to play who and what is that storyline going to be? And this is, we're talking 1989. Like this is way yeah. fucking pre Reddit, all internet, this. all that bullshit. 4chan, right? yeah. The fucking thing premiered, not premiered, what is it? It, it showed up on the fucking wall, front cover of the Wall Street Journal that yeah. Michael Keaton was going to play fucking Batman and the fans yeah. were were upset and in arms about it. Oh, I remember. Uh, oh, see, my I, God, I, dude. I, I wasn't what? one who was up in arms, what? but I was, I was, I remember wow. definitely going, that's a weird fucking choice. No, I, mean, I, I thought oh, it was, wow. I, I, at the time, at the time, it was, you got to remember, Michael Keaton was known for well, Mr. Mom. He was known for, you know, he was, he was just sort of known for this. He was sort of a light comic actor, and he was funny, but nobody saw. I mean, to me, it'd be like if you if you said, "Hey, we're gonna." Do <laughs> the only way I can. Oh, it's like all right, we're gonna do Titus Andronicus, but Bobcat Goldweight is gonna play or, Titus. Or you mean if um, Bill Murray was gonna play fucking Batman, which was yeah. on the fucking table? It was right? on the table because Ivan well, Reitman because, was up to maybe direct well, it at one point. Tim, Tim Burton you know what I mean? was like, real clear. Yeah, Tim Burton was very clear about the casting of Michael Keaton and the reason he felt like Michael Keaton. It's because Tim Burton. Well, Tim Burton was on record at the time saying, "I can't cast a square jaw guy because if I get somebody like a Harrison Ford, if I get one of these square jawed hero types." And then I put them in a rubber suit. The audience isn't going to go with that because it's going to look silly. But I have to cast somebody who it is naturally uh, funny and vulnerable because for Burton, he and has, that's the thing about Tim, he wanted to show Bruce Wayne. Right. If you didn't have a Bruce Wayne who was as conf conflicted and, and fucked up as he Bruce Wayne is, then putting him in the suit was just, it was just a game. And so I think he elements, did a really nice job. He has the elements, he has all three elements, right? He has, he has a vulnerability. Yep. He has the kind of crazy, crazy, is pathos Unpredic a good word? Like yeah, that, that, that unpredictable, like, right? Yeah, weirdness. Right. And then, well... He's got the eyebrows and the lips. Well, yeah. But, but also the fucking humor. Yeah. Like yeah. he has that moment with with uh, where Vicky Vale and him first meet at the party, uh -huh. where he's yeah. he's like signing a check. He's looking around. He's looking around like he's, yeah. he has that kind of. Um, it's almost John Ritter esque. If yeah, I, yeah. If I can got, throw that out there, that like kind that kind of, kind of get physical Alfred, comedy to Alfred, him. Do this, do that, and get Knox a yeah. grant. I He's mean, it's just like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Give Knox yeah. a grant. Yeah, yeah. And as a kid, I always heard give Knox a grand. <laughs> like give, give him a thousand dollars. Just give him a thousand dollars. Right, just right. Give him a thousand dollars. No, no, a no, grant. Yeah. I only got that when I was older. So I just want to throw this out there too. Like before we get too too far into it. One of the fucking unsung heroes, and it's, it's I, I read about this in an article, Bonnie Lee was a vice president in Warner Brothers feature division back in the early 80s, right? She was the one that found and really believed in Tim Burton and brought him in, because he was at Disney at the time, like floundering at Disney. Right, like doing yeah. nothing oh, yeah. at fucking Disney. Yeah. Well, because so his she sense was the one that style really brought was so him in. Off for Dude, those guys. so yeah. fucking off, so off. But she was really the one that kind of brought him in. And then once he's in the Warner Brothers family, he's got Pee Wee's Big Adventure, which Paul Rubens, yeah. Paul Rubens, a fucking lunatic. God bless him, love him, creative fucking funny. genius yeah. in a way, funny, right? Funny. Right? Wonderful, wonderful. 
off of a budget of $6 million, Pee-wee's Big Adventure ended up making $40 million. Uh-huh. And, that's, and that's 1985 money. Yeah. Then flash forward, Warner Brothers does Beetlejuice off of a budget of $15 million. Yep. $75 million fucking dollars in 1988 yep. money. Yep. So, of course, Warner Brothers is going to be like, let's give this 29-year-old kid the reins to fucking Batman and let's see what he does with it. And and, and one of the things I love that it. I, was, I love and, it. And watching That's this, fucking genius. It's, yeah. And watching it. this again, and watching this again the other night, uh, two things struck me is you have, you have it, it, so many things that are improbable but work so well. Such as number one. Well, number one, you have yeah. Michael Keaton, known for his comic chops, playing a serious character. Mm-hmm. You have Jack Nicholson, known for his serious chops, playing a comic character. Mm-hmm. And you and and arguably, I would say the thing that sets this movie apart from any other uh, movie of its time, and I would argue even. Uh, any other superhero movie that has ever been created is that the third character in this movie that really balances the two of them is the fucking art design of Gotham City. Yeah. It's got it's yeah. got pieces of Fritz Lang's Metropolis. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's got I mean it is there are, it's there are, huge and ridiculous and beautiful and strange and everything about it. And so what I love about it is you have just stuff that if you're not looking for it, it's just these giant statues that make no sense, but they're so gothic. The whole fucking place is like an alien city. It doesn't quite look like New York. It doesn't quite look like Chicago, but it looks like a city. It, you know, this is what I wrote. I wrote down that, that Gotham City in Tim Burton's mind looks like New York City if it was a thousand years old. The, the production designer, his name is Anton First. Um, the poor guy, it's a tragic story. He ended up killing himself, but he was part of, uh, Terry Gilliam's Brazil, right? Which I love with all my heart right. and soul. Okay. And there, and like I said, there, Fritz Lang's Metropolis, yes, definitely yeah, yeah. some Brazil is so in like, there. So it's, it's like, it's, 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 it's neo-Gothic, yeah. uh, fucking, uh, art deco. It's really art deco insane. giant, like right. even the rivets, even the rivets on things are ridiculously huge and strange and artistic. Yeah. It's like, he said, hell burst through the pavement and continued to grow. Yeah, yeah. Unregulated by any kind of New York city, city planning. A thousand years. Right? Yeah, if there yeah. were it's if just, there was no committee about city planning, it's just, right? It just yeah. burst through the pavement and continued to grow. So like everything is on top of each other, right? Yeah. The movie cinema is right next to City Hall, which is right <laughs> next to the fucking Axis Chemicals. Like it's yeah. just like it's all right there. Which is funny because like they really did build all of this out practical sets yeah pine in pinewood studios right yeah so it's kind of funny that like everything is on top of it It lends itself to that unrealistic nature of the film um and yet this was one of the most grounded superhero films well in, so in a way, I mean, in a way, in a way. I agree with you. I completely agree with you. Superman, I think it's Superman was literally shot in New York. In New right? York, yeah. And it's okay. supposed to look like that. But what right, I love right. it, the thing is, when you see Gotham City, the idea that a man is in a rubber bat suit and a, a guy with <laughs> makeup and green hair and a purple suit doesn't seem 
quite no. so extraordinary. No, it feels like it fits perfectly yes. in that setting. It's in really that amazing. World. Yeah, and it's like, so smart. And to me, that's the brilliance. And and I think like all of these let's let's say decades, because it is decades. Sure. All of these decades on. I think we might lose that with Tim Burton. We're so used to the quirkiness of Tim Burton that like, what was it when it was original? You know what yeah, I mean? What, yeah, was yeah. It, what was it when it was a fucking breath of bizarre air back in the yeah. fucking late 80s? You know yeah. what I mean? It was, was the like, perfect time. I, yeah, man. I mean, because like, look, it was a perfect I loved, perfect time. I, was it, who did the first Superman? Who directed the first Superman? Donner, Donner did the second. He did the he did the first two. He did the first. He one. did the first two. And oh well, what he did he do with the, the second he, one? Okay, Richard Donner directed the first one solely. Right. He okay. directed the second one, and okay. they didn't like they didn't like that it was a. That's as funny. why there's a so Donner they fired cut. him. Okay. They fired him and got Richard Lester, who directed oh God, A Hard Richard. Day's okay. Night. Yeah. Okay. And had yeah, Richard yeah. Lester do it, yeah. which is why I prefer the Donner cut more okay. than anything else. And then Superman became sort of like the Batman movies. It oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sillier and Comic, sillier. Comical. Richard Pryor it just right. got stupider and stupider. And, and I think and the it's third, just such a mistake. And I think but, the yeah. third Superman movie is about when this Batman movie was about to be released and like in development. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so the fact that they went so dark um, makes sense. I, yeah. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's a huge shift culturally in presenting comic book characters to a general public in cinema. I, I think I, so too. I, I really do, and like as much as I love the Nolan movies, I really do. Not yeah, so much, too. not so much the first one, but the second one definitely. So I like the first and one. the third like one, the one for sure. Um, yeah, this, this really is the template for everything that came after. I think. Oh, I agree. I, you know, well, I, and what I well, and one of the things that you may not like, but I, I, I when watching it last night. Um, I watched it, and immediately, when it was over, I mean, immediately when it was over, I went, Batman Returns is a much better movie. Oh, so I, I watched, don't so disagree. I watched ba- I, so I yeah, watched Batman yeah. Returns, and I went, okay, it's, this is what it felt like. It's building is, on... It's building yeah. on what it's building on what he had established. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like he, that was the most more he help. could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, sort of like yeah. he did it the first yeah. movie. They said, "We'll give you a shot," and it made yeah. so much fucking money. They said, and they're like, "Fuck, shot. what and else you went, got?" Well, yep. then I'm going to be the most Burton I can be, and I'm going to yeah. give you the darkest, oh, most so violent, good. horrifying so shit that I could come up. And it is just such a it's much better movie now. So one of the good. things I think is good. Sam yeah. Hamm, who wrote the script. Mm-hmm. Did, 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 well, I, I, one of many scripts. One of Let's many. Just, one of yeah, many. Yeah, yeah, we can't but, get into but all what that. I, he, yeah, I'm not getting into the, the, the whole writer's room. Yeah, 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 that's fine. What I love about Nicholson's Joker is there are three lines, um, and two of them are derivative, but he delivers them very well. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, the, the first one is a Groucho Marx joke. Okay. And he says, it's as though we were made for each other, Beauty and the Beast. Of course, if anyone else calls you Beast, I'll rip their lungs out. Uh-huh. Okay, that's okay. A, that's a Groucho Marx. Is that Duck Soup? What is that from? I don't know what you it's from. Know. I just right. know. All yeah, right. I know. Yeah. It's, I didn't do that much research. Right. I just right. knew right. it was Groucho Marx. Or word. Um, Never rub another man's rhubarb. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is a Gabby Hayes quote from one of the early westerns. Throwback. Now, my question is: Is oh God, finish do, do your third one. Your third one. Go ahead. But the most unique line, and I, in my opinion, probably the the greatest. 
the greatest line I've ever heard in my life, both as delivered and as the line. And I'm, I'm now committed now that I've watched it again and it hit me this way. Mm. I'm going to try to, I'm trying, I'm going to try to use this line as often as I possibly can in my dotage, which is I have a, I, I'm of a mind to make some Mookie. <laughs> I fucking think that is the greatest line for I'm going to go wow. have sex in in the wow. history of lines. Who wrote, who sat down and seriously said, I'm going to have Jack Nicholson say, I'm of a mind to make some Mookie. That shit is well, so fucking funny. I can't stand how much I love that. And this is why I was about to interrupt you earlier. I wonder how much of this was Jack. Maybe that is, but I'm just wonder, saying that line I is wonder, the greatest line of all time. I'm telling you, like, I wonder how many, because he does that, he does that callback, he does that callback. Um, um, Jack Palance at one point. You're one of my, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do, you're my number it, one, it. you're my number one guy. Right. Yeah. And then Nicholson does that to Bob the Goon uh-huh, later yep. in the movie. And I wonder... See what I mean? Like, I wonder yeah, might, how he, much he of that is Jack yeah, just riffing. fucking around. Because he's Jack. The skulls, the bodies, you give it all such a glow. I don't know if it's art, but I like it. Let me tell you what I'm thinking about, sweetie. I was in the bath one day when I realized why I was destined for greatness. You know how concerned people are about appearances. This is attractive, that is not. Well, that is all behind me. I now do what other people only dream. I make art until someone dies. See? (laughs) I am the world's first fully functioning homicidal artist. What do you want? My face on the $1 bill. You must be joking. Do I look like I'm joking? No. Listen, we mustn't compare ourselves to regular people. We're artists. For instance, let me challenge you with a little piece I did. Bob, Alicia, you will take pictures and record my work. You will join me in the avant-garde of the new aesthetic. Jack, you said I could watch you improve the paintings. I'm in trouble now. (laughs) Why is she wearing a mask? Well, she's just a sketch, really. Alicia, sit down. Show the lady why you wear the mask. You see, Miss Vale, Alicia's been made over in line with my new philosophy, so now, like me, she's a living work of art. Yeah, you know. Who's going to tell him no? Who's going to tell him no? I will yeah. never, I, I, I almost want to get a fucking t-shirt. I might get a tattoo. I'm of a mind <laughs> to make some Mookie right. because that is so ridiculous wow. and yet amazingly specific. And it's all about how he's going to go. He's going to go basically uh, kidnap and rape uh, Kim Basinger. I I'm mean, of a mind. Yeah. I'm going to make some Mookie. Yeah. What, is, what does he say? <laughs> what does he say when he cuts out her photo? He says to Bob DeGoon, some of He's, He's like, like uh, oh, Bob DeGoon says hard. something. Bob Bob says something like, um, uh, she's kind of like alluding to that yeah, she's yeah. with uh, uh, Bruce Wayne, and he's like. 
he's a uh, she's about to trade up or something like to that. Trade up. Right, yeah, something. I'm telling you, like, goddamn, like I feel Joker like a is... lot of this. And look, a lot of it comes. I watched a documentary uh, doing some research. Um, uh, Peter Goober. And like the guy's, the guy is kind of a goober, but oh yeah, look him up, look him up, and he's he's fucking bona fide. He's, like the guy oh, is, oh yeah, the guy, the guy is a fucking he producer was the 80s. extraordinaire. He was the fucking eighties, nineties, like the guy yeah. was fucking. He did a lot. Of, God bless the guy, but he is kind of a goober um, because he has these kind of dinosaur Hollywood quotes, right? Like I love him, um, but yeah, he he really did say that Jack came aboard and like. They gave Jack kind of free reign, man. Like, it took, at one point, it took, like, Jack, they approached Jack because, of course, like, who doesn't want Nicholson to be the fucking Joker, right? To be the Joker, right? They approached, they approached uh, 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 Robin Williams. They approached Tim Curry. They approached anybody that was going to be evil and cool and funny and hot, right? Like, okay. I cannot picture Robin Williams in this role at all. I can't picture anybody as, in this role but as, Jack Nicholson. Well, I could I could picture Tim Curry doing this. I really could. Tim Curry Tim Curry no, not the Joker. I, not the I, Joker. I, I could. I He's Robin got, Williams the, as the Riddler, hundred percent. I, I can see Robin Williams with Tim Curry has got too deep a voice. He's got too deep a voice yeah. to actually effectively and that's what's so good. Because there's there's this fun little thing. Uh, Cesar uh, Romero. Cesar Romero was the Joker. He was sort of like oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Joker yeah, from yeah. the with his mustache he, under white yeah, paint. Ex- under white paint. But he had a very specific thing. And if you look at uh, we were talking about Mark Hamill earlier. Yeah, Mark yeah, Hamill's yeah, voicing yeah. of the Joker, Ooh, his God, voicing so of good, the Joker, so while good, it's so good, different, so good, so it still has that high pitch. Oh, high pitch. Laugh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. high pitched laugh. Yeah. And Nicholson, Nicholson just had the right voice and then the right laugh, and it just fit. It was Nic- just yeah, nice it, bridge. It's, it's, it was a nice bridge. It's. I mean, look. In hindsight, it's kind of impossible for me. It's kind of impossible to separate either of these actors from the roles. Like, yeah, I, I like, agree. like Keaton and Nicholson were to me perfect. Just like yeah. Perfect yeah. fucking casting. Everybody else in the movie probably could come or go. I love exactly. Michael Go as, as I do too. Go, 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 yeah. whatever. As yeah, as whatever. Yeah. As fucking. I mean, so much so that they kept him on through what Clooney, right? Yeah, yeah, I think. yeah. All the way through Clooney. Yeah. God bless him. You know. Um, I love I love Pat Hingle as Commissioner Gordon. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, I just you know, and Nicholson made a shit ton of money off of this movie. He not only... Well, hold on. Tim Curry was used, in a way, to get Nicholson to sign. I'm sure. Tim Curry ended up signing a pay-or-play deal with Warner Brothers to play the role of the Joker. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. That got Nicholson to be like, all right, fuck it, I'll do it. Yeah. Tim Curry, we don't know how much he got paid. Tim Curry got paid a good deal of money to not play the Joker. Kind yeah. of like, um, what was his, uh, Hoskins? Uh, Hoskins got yeah. played to not play Al Capone, right? Yes. Yeah. These fucking yeah. studios with this shit just blowing money out. God bless them. Mm-hmm. God bless the actors who get that money. Um, Nicholson signed a deal to get $6 million as opposed to his usual 10. Yeah. But he wanted huge percent residual, yeah, which, is, which is not disclosed. 
and he pulled the George Lucas thing and wanted fucking ancillary rights to merchandising. See, smart. Holy fuck. There are there are there are things he apparently fifty to ninety million dollars this motherfucker made off of Batman. And God bless him because Jack Nicholson is a motherfucking national treasure. He's a treasure, yeah. I only and, hope and, and that Meryl Streep, at some point in her career, got this much motherfucking money because she won't. I'm she sure she a, didn't until she does a Marvel film. God um, she's not going to get it. God damn it! You want the, you want the big money? You got to go where the big money, money is. Well, but this was and 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 this I'm, is this I'm well, of a mind to make some Mookie. <laughs> and this is to Nicholson's credit back in the day. Because no one had fucking done this. He read the room. He read no the room. No one had fucking done this. And it was yeah. a fucking gamble. Like, it was he could have lost. He wasn't well, going to lose money. He was going to make $6 only, million dollars playing the Joker, yeah. right? The, but the, like, the, only, the only thing that could be comparable to this was Mar- Marlon Brando playing Jor-El in 78 Superman. Oh, I don't like, know if he got that big of a deal, no, though. No, he didn't, he didn't get that big a deal. No. But in terms of it being a cultural deal, here is this. Well, culturally, yes. And that's what actor, set. Yeah. Well, and that's what set Nick. Nicholson up for this, that, right? That, that's no. exactly right. He didn't, uh, Brando didn't get merchandising and he didn't get back well, well, end. He didn't give no. a shit. He, he took an upfront fucking fee and was like happy with it because he was in his and caftan. He was in his caftan stage. So he yes, he care. was. Yes, he, he was. He just wanted to stay home. Now, so what I, think, I love too no. is um, the kind of, you know, you mentioned about, um, what did you mention about um, a kind of German expressionism? Yeah, right? yeah. There's with, some with Fritz Lang metropolis. So many in fucking this. influences. Yeah. The 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 fucking hand when Nicholson's yeah. hand, the Joker's hand comes up, pokes out of the water. vat. It looks God. like the fucking poster from yes. Fritz Lang's M. Yes, right? it does. When you look at some of these uh, documentaries, you read some of these interviews. Um, Danny Elfman was a fucking nobody. He was like yeah, Oingo, well, he Boingo, was Oingo back Boingo. Then, Yeah, right? that's okay. all he was. So like he had to pitch himself to the producers to make this yep. fucking movie, right? Well, to do the score for this movie, excuse me. Um, I came across something that blew my fucking mind. If you listen to the Batman march, mm-hmm. it directly lifts from Bernard Herrmann's score. Uh, that didn't surprise me at all. Oh, from, uh, yeah, Bernard Herrmann's score from Journey from the Center of the Earth from 1959. So 30 years earlier, he's ripping something off, which, again, in the days where there's no Spotify, no YouTube, no CDs, no nothing, who's going to know that you're stealing? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll I'll send you the, cut this out, but I'll send you the the audio for this so you can kind of play them back together. Um, It's fucking, it's mind-blowing that he ripped it off that much. Like, I love it. I love it. If you were in college, you would be kicked out for for plagiarism. Plagiarism. Yeah. plagiarism. Like it's yeah. brutal, brutal. But um, otherwise, like yeah, just just kind of riffing on um, Metropolis and uh, uh, Dracula. Just yeah. the, you know when he lifts his wings. Oh is when yeah. Lugosi lifts his wings. Like. Um, you know, uh, uh, who's the fucking mayor? I don't even know. Who, what is the actor who plays the mayor? Looks like Ed Koch. Yeah, Who yeah. was the fucking mayor of the New mayor? York at the time. Yeah, yeah. It's just mind-blowing. Um, some of the shots of uh, D.A. Harvey Dent looks like shots from Citizen Kane of yep. Orson Welles. Like, I just, That's it's, the game. It's, it's really just fucking br- mind-blowing. Well, 
Burton, I love it. Burton I love it. Was I love it. He was making paintings throughout the whole thing, and it was so fucking obvious. And so it's it, again, it's one of those movies that when you said let's watch Batman, I loved it because I love that character and I love that movie. But I, I I hadn't remembered how much I loved this movie until I watched it because recently because it was just like every frame of this thing. Yeah. is just gorgeous well, it, it and popped specific up. It and honestly, really lovely. It popped up in my head when we were talking about uh, Sweeney Todd, to be honest. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that was, our, that was our first Burton That film. was our first Burton We film, talked yeah. about Ed Wood and blah, blah, blah. Like, he, he is clearly a lover, a student of cinema. And, yeah. and, just, and just art in general. Right, yeah. like the fact that the fact that the Joker stops Bob the Goon from cutting into a Francis Bacon painting. Yeah, yeah. That is such a deep cut reference that yeah. like you really need to know who Francis Bacon is and yeah, his like kind of like brutal that's... iconography yeah. to understand why the Joker doesn't I want like this that one. defaced. Like, I like oh it. my well, god! You know, and that, that so whole art good. destruction scene, the whole art oh. destruction scene, and it, it did make me laugh because uh, it suddenly reminded me. Of the climate kids splashing soup and paint on masterpieces around the world to, to, yeah. to protest climate. And yeah, what I yeah, thought yeah. was those kids probably never saw this movie. But it's basically the same bit. We're going to destroy masterpieces. We're going to, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to make our point. I'm making different art. And I thought that was pretty funny. That just made yeah. me laugh when yeah. I watched it. Yeah. But uh, I think... References to Eyes Without a Face, where, where Jerry oh, yeah. Hall is wearing that God, mask. Jerry like, Hall, right? I mean, we'll talk about like a rando, but she was having her moment at the time, and she's it's, terrible in it, but okay, she, it just, serves her purpose. And then there's the whole, there's a more modern reference where <laughs> uh, basically Batman wastes his bat wing to try to kill one guy. Yeah. Right? He crashes yep. that, what is that, like a billion dollar fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. aircraft Well, and it's, to try and it's to the, kill one guy. It's, it's that the Joker has this extendable fucking bullet. Oh, but that fucking, that is hilarious. It, that is I, hilarious. What I love about it is, 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 <laughs> is like the idea that if you have a much longer barrel, that it's going to have a bullet that's so much more powerful. More preci- or, more, or, or more precise. Or more precise, whatever yeah, 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 it is. No, no, no. It's like, yeah, that, but none if you of that do makes some any of the, sense. But if you look at some of those, um, like kind of shot for shot, if yeah, you look at, yeah. back them up, it looks like Luke... In the yep. Death Star at the beginning, that's at exactly. the end of the Star Wars, right? He's going down. It's he's so going good, down like, the corridor. Like that's why I said, like he's he's such he's such, Burton is such. Or um, in that same moment, you have uh, Nicholson shooting back up at the Batwing, yep. like Patton did. Yep. In in well, the George C. Scott did in fucking Patton, right? And, like and my, he's such and one a of my favorite little cinema moments. art. Yeah, it's one of my favorite little moments ah. in this movie. Um, you know, because there, there are a couple of, like, uh, you can see animation that just doesn't mm. age very well. Right at the, the beginning. Right at yeah, the beginning. Right when, when Batman's walking That overhead the shot, light. that yeah, extreme. Yeah, oh, there, dude. There, there are a couple of it's those br- moments. Uh, that one one's my, brutal. Yeah. One of my favorite moments that actually really works is when mm. he's in the Batwing, and he's doing the thing, and then all of a sudden it goes up above the clouds and then oh, yeah, pauses yeah, yeah. in front of the moon and it's the bat signal and then it goes out. It's just like, that. Yeah, it's just such you. a call. That's, yeah. No, no, no. And that's why I think some fun. people, and, and, and I think that's why some people who loved the Adam West kind of 60s shit. Oh, they hated this movie. 
Um, but I think that they should appreciate some of those moments because, so like, too. there is that moment. Yeah. The moment where they go into that the Joker goes into the art gallery. Uh, yeah. That is directly lifted from an episode of the '60s version. Okay. Yep. Where the Joker does go in and defaces fucking paintings. <laughs> that's, that's it. Um. The second movie, the Penguin runs for mayor, right? Yep. That's, that's lifted from, but that's that's, a, that's, the, right. the, that's the second movie. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's such Burton is such he's such a student of cinema and such a student of just art in general. Um, it's really phenomenal. Um, some of the things that you can do deep dives into with this movie, uh, just it it's really wonderful. Um, I'm really happy. I haven't watched it in probably. 10, 15 years. I'm, right. I'm really happy I revisited it. Yeah, me too. Um, it stuck out to me because, again, we have all these conversations about superhero movies, and I shit all over them all of the fucking time. Um, <laughs> and yet, this one is just... It's just that good. And I'm not going to say I'm not going to shit over Marvel movies. I, I will. I know, I know you are. Um, I know you are. But this one... And, and you know, I'll shit over a lot of other DC movies, modern modern DC sure, movies. Sure. This movie and Batman Returns specifically, okay? Yeah. And then the Nolan trilogy specifically. Stand apart. Stand apart. They have nothing to do with anything else. I don't even consider them superhero movies. I really don't. To me, they're just very well-directed um, hero movies with some really great fucking art direction. It's intermission. Rise and stretch time. Time to refresh yourself and visit our snack bar. Got a yen for hot popcorn? Your favorite soft drinks are sparkling cold. The juicy Frank sizzling hot. There's delicious coffee freshly brewed and all kinds of ice cream and candy to tempt you. Showtime will be announced loud and clear to get you back to your car in time. So stretch your legs. Come to the snack bar now. What I wanted to do, the triple feature I wanted to see, um, is, you know, you've got Jack Nicholson as an iconic Joker. Hmm. And so my first uh, of my triple feature is that, and I want to, and I think you should watch them in this order. You watch okay. Batman from 1989, mm-hmm. and you're going to watch Nolan's The Dark Knight in 2008 with uh, Keith Ledger doing his take of the Joker. You know, because it's a very, it's a very different take on the Joker, and and and, and extraordinary, me, and no origin story. Yeah, none. It's just like straight no. up. Well, he all his he bullshit. All he his bullshit. About, yeah, he lies yeah, yeah. all his origin. Oh, I love and, it. Uh, I love and it. That's a, love and I it. think that's a brilliant film. Oh yeah. Um, super yeah. well shot. Everything yeah. about that movie works. Oh, um, God, but it's yeah. specifically yeah. to see that take on the Joker. And then the third. Dude, that fucking is, cast. Dude, hold on. That yeah. fucking cast in that is movie is out of control. Out dude, of control. Stacked. I will say. So we will good. say this constantly. Yeah. Stacked. Cast, yeah, god damn. And then, and then the third uh, version is uh, 2019's Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, which is a completely different departure from Jack Nicholson, Cesar Romero, uh, Heath Ledger. It's a very, very different take on that character and makes him sort of the titular hero of the story, which is weird, but it's a smart take. And, uh, and I actually think it's a, it's, it's one of those movies I really enjoyed watching the first time. I've seen it once since. It's not a movie I want to see a lot of because it's a painful movie to see and it's a painful performance to watch. 
but uh, I still love the fact that it is just another bizarre take on this one iconic character. And I'm sure there could be more takes on this iconic character because the Joker, like the Batman, is just something you can just have fun with and see see where does he go, you know? And that's uh, that's that's my triple feature. I fucking hated the Joker. Movie. Oh, I thought or Joker. Yeah, I loved it. Fucking hated it. Um, I just I I I think it's um, we're gonna go back to wild things, right? I think it's problematic to feel sympathy for a fucking mass murderer. I just, I, I don't fucking care. I don't and care. And yet you love Henry, portrait of a serial killer. Oh, no, 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 And yet no, no, you no, no, love no, 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 Silence no, of the no, Lambs. No, no, Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. No, the difference is I'm not being asked to feel sympathy for those characters, Don. That's the difference. The I don't Joker. Think asked, uh, I don't, the jo- I don't think that's what that movie was I think, about. I think. Oh no! For I all of you, for I all of Warner Brothers, too much for the all of Warner it. Brothers and Todd Phillips's fucking protestations. I think the fucking film is geared to elicit sympathy for why the fucking guy. We spend literally a half an hour of a ninety-minute movie watching him get his ass kicked. Tell me that we're not supposed to then feel sympathy for why the guy ends up being fucking a lunatic. Well, so I think there's a, we're not supposed well, to feel I, sympathy. I would say that there's a difference between understanding mm. and feeling sympathy. Oh, I understand that character. I understand in that particular movie so, okay. why that so, character drives okay. himself, why he gets driven to a okay. place. I don't okay. feel sorry okay. for him, uh, no, but no, I do no. so you, understand. So, you, so you, un- you understand it, and then what? Then it's okay that he is driven to murder? I didn't say it was okay. Well, but, but, but you understand it? Yeah, and, and you know mean? when the well, Donnie, I know you live in a black and white world, but I live in a gray world, and the gray world says that every mass killer started somewhere. Uh huh. Every mass killer, everybody started somewhere, and right. that most most of what we know, Donnie, hold on, mm-hmm. most of what we know about mass killers, including mm-hmm. people that do mass shootings. And, come from really broken circumstances. And because we don't give a fuck as a society about that, what we want is we want good and we want evil. Now, what is interesting about Joker is he is not evil. He is not good. He is a creature of circumstance, a creature of great adversity. And he becomes, because society has said, go fuck yourself, we're not going to help you, you're not going to get the help you need, you're not going to get any kind of uh, mental health, there's nothing going to happen, he becomes a monster. And I don't think that says that you have to feel bad for him or think it's that he's okay to do it, but if you're going to make a movie about a vigilante, Bruce Wayne, who puts on, takes all his fucking money puts on a fucking suit and terrorizes people and in almost every version of Batman kills people without any kind of reservation. You can't get real upset about the Joker but going, okay, I kind of understand. I understand his, I understand his perspective, whether or not you agree with it, you can understand it. But again, we're talking about different perspectives. We, 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 I think this got edited out last time, but we're talking about different perspectives here. If, 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 
a masked vigilante, you talk about Batman, wants to stop bad people from doing bad things. And like in terms of the 1989 Batman, doesn't even necessarily stop them from doing bad things. Because let's talk, about the, let's talk about the opening moment, right? Mm-hmm. The opening moments of Batman 1989, the two junky, let's call them junky kind of sure. robber. They rip the fucking rich people off. They're not even rich. Middle class people off from coming out of the cinema. They have their, the guy gets knocked over the head. She gets her fucking necklace stolen. The poor kid is probably traumatized. Which is, They're all which traumatized. Is a, by the way, okay. which is a brilliant opening because no, it's a real MacGuffin because it's supposed to, you look at him and you go, it, it, oh, It's a reflection of the things. Those, with are, the, those yeah, yeah. are the Waynes, but it's not. Right, right, right. Right, 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 right. I love that. Well, and it's something we didn't talk about too, which I wish we did. Um, the fact that in, in, in 1989, Batman, a lot of the complaint was that Nicholson as the Joker, uh, Jack Napier uh, was the one that killed Bruce Wayne's parents. Yeah, and that's not how it, yeah. I don't, I don't care. I think that's brilliant. I think it's, I think it's, 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 I think it's wonderful for people who, people who did not read all the fucking comic books. I think it's wonderful that the Joker created, uh, Napier created Batman out of Bruce Wayne the same way Batman creates the Joker well, they out of that, Napier. They have that I think that's wonderful. I think well, it's they one, have that yeah, moment yeah. at the end where and like, I think it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I know. You. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get it. I, you I wouldn't totally hit a guy with glasses, would you? That's no, no, I think it's wonderful. Great. It's it's just a great script. I think it's wonderful. Anyway, um, yeah, this, I don't know. I, I, I just, like Joker. The, I, I think it rips off the, uh, King of Comedy uh, too much. And I don't have a problem with that. And doesn't have as much to fucking say as oh, I think King's got, Comedy does. Oh, no, I think no, it's got no, plenty no, to say. No, I think it's got no, plenty to no. say. Rewatch and King Comedy. I love it. I love everyone King else. King of Comedy is comedy. one of my single no. favorite movies of all time. Yes, yes. I don't and have it has a problem. more to say and for the same at reason. At the end of the film, in your it has opinion, more to say than the In Joker. your opinion, it does. No. And in my opinion, no. it's what got happens, different uh, things to say. Okay. Different things to say. What does the Joker have to say at the end of this film? That if you if if you really want to think what I think the ur motive of Joker is, is that no no, no it's you, not about me it's not about me. Yeah, when you I'm watch saying, the end of this film, what does the end the of this end film of this, say to you? What this film says to me is if you ignore poverty and you ignore mental health issues and you ignore people and you have a society that keeps certain people down, squashes them down and gives them no hope then the only expectation you can possibly have is that they will become poison. And that is what I think that movie is trying to say. And I think it says it very well with a character that is known to be insane. Let's move on to my choices. I'm gonna go with um, Beetlejuice from 1988. Brilliant film. I would say that I'm picking it because it's the first collaboration between Burton and Keaton. Yeah. Uh, It's really what got Keaton the Batman job through Burton's eyes, right? Yeah. You know, Keaton does a a great job in a movie called Clean and Sober. Yeah. um, About a dude dealing with alcoholism. It's it's a brutal kind of... it's, It's not... It's a really heavy movie. I'm talking about the fucking Joker. It's a really heavy movie with zero levity. 
Yeah. Um, that's not true. There's some moments, but like, it's not, you know, it's a kind of a humorless movie, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it really did. It, I think Beetlejuice really got him the fucking gig. If only because, you know, Beetlejuice made a lot of fucking money for Warner Brothers. It made so. a lot of money. It was super fun. It was. Like, you want who? Let's yeah, do it. And especially because conceived of, and it was a well, world that Tim Burton created whole cloth. And that yeah, was yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I mean, if you look at Frank and Weenie, you know, uh, one of his, yeah. it's just like an early Disney thing he was doing. Like like, I mean, like a lot of the kind of, or Vincent, there's a lot of those um, uh, kind of elements there, visual elements there, but um, fully fleshed out, um, hilarious film too. Oh just, yeah, oh yeah, super just, funny. I mean, you know, and spooky. There's some spooky yeah. fucking moments in fucking Beetle. You got I Catherine love Beetle O'Hara in there. I mean, it's she's, just such a great movie. Great. Yeah, she's great. Great movie. So that would be my first pick. Uh, then I would watch Batman 1989, and then I would watch Birdman. <laughs> Another brilliant choice. Yeah, that's yeah. a great movie. Yeah, Birdman. What is it? 2014. Yeah, uh, Um Yeah, it's about a guy who. <laughs> it's basically Michael it's Keaton. Basically Michael he used Keaton, to play, used he used to play, to play fucking Sue. He's known for playing a superhero. And, and he's lost his mind. He's lost everything. And then years later, he wants to get back on the fucking stage to be taken seriously again. And um, Edward Norton is as God good as he's it. ever going to be at anything in that oh, movie. Oh, and he's Zach Galifianakis. So again, oh, again, God, I will so go funny. back. Stacked cast. Cast. Michael yeah, Keaton, Zach Galifianakis, Edward Norton, Andrea Riseborough. Yeah. Amy Ryan, Emma Stone, Naomi Watts. Uh, it's just, it's a phenomenal it's just, cast. Yeah. The conceit of the movie shot as one take goes back to Hitchcock with Rope. Um, yeah. Clearly the movie is not shot in one take, everybody. That does not exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah never yeah. happened. Um, but just, it's a brilliant film. Uh, I haven't seen it in years, so I I really would I would add this to the list of um, forthcoming I like to watches because I, oh, yeah, I it's such haven't a good movie. seen it, but remember it being so fucking brilliant. So well, the thing I the thing I, I'll yeah. never forget about Birdman is that the entire score is drums. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I yes, fucking yes, think that yes. is one of the best yeah. things yeah. about it. The only score I can think of that makes me as happy as the score to Birdman is the score to Punch Drunk Love. Whiplash which, maybe? No, not Whiplash. No, I like Whiplash, but uh, yeah. the score to Punch Drunk, Punch Drunk Love, Love is pretty fucking good. It, yeah, it, yeah. it just what is that a mirrors, harmonium or something? Right? Yeah, it yeah, mirrors. Yeah, yeah. The music is so jangly and so mm -hmm. off kilter that it mirrors every mood in every scene, and it's like I love shit like that. I think that is super yeah. smart and fun to do. I really want to see yours. I, I, I really want to see this. So yeah, ditto. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's, let's listen in. What kind of story were you thinking about, Hal? Something in a prison. Oh, all right. And uh, what about a prison interests you? Jail. For sure. Happy anniversary. We're so lucky. Yeah. So, Elliot tells me you're a writer. In your last one, it should have done better. There's lots of new voices. Refugees, cancer, murder, abuse. I'm an old voice. You're the best voice. Maybe if Dad hadn't just been verbally abusive, it would have been a bestseller. Don't say that. <sighs> your memoir was great. 
Your new book is great. How are you? Feeling a little off my game. The only reason she makes me a salad is because she wants me to lose weight, which is passive aggressive. No, I want you to be healthy. Doesn't can, matter. Can you shut hey. up and keep talking? Don, you want to intervene here? We can do this at home. Even Milani looks tired. I'm aging. What are you, nuts? Can you get Botox? Well, I just get a little bit right here. You know, I can still move my eyebrows. Watch, watch. So expressive. <laughs> you hurt my feelings, Julia Louis Dreyfus. I love. I'd, I'd never even heard this movie, and I saw this trailer. And I went, "Fuck! I got to see this. This looks great." I, for the same reason that I picked, uh, what was it, the Eddie Murphy movie with her, yeah. whatever the fuck that was called, which was, it was, it was an okay. It was movie. bad. It was bad. Hold on. They were the two funniest parts of it. Yes, but the movie itself was bad. There wasn't not enough of Eddie Murphy. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, it was. The not. company was in that, and he was funny, but not enough. You, of him. Yeah, again, a couple moments. That was Jonah with, Hill. And yeah, it was oh, uncomfortable, God, it was so and not, it was no, just not a no. good movie. It, it was, was just poor, not good. Poorly I'm, written. Poorly. Yes, is what I would say. I agree. Yes. I would agree. This with that. to me, it's one of those adult comedies about yeah. life that seems to be missing. Yeah. And I'm glad that it exists. You know, you know, if this were made uh, 20 years ago, who would be Woody playing Allen? That character? Woody Allen. Well, Woody yeah. Allen would have directed it, and Woody Allen he, he would be playing her character. And, and Diane Keaton would be playing her character. Oh, Diane Keaton, guy. Good call. Yeah. Good call. Good yeah. call. Yeah. Or Mia Farrow, yeah. which. Or you know, Mia Farrow, yeah. but I think yeah. Diane Keaton would have done yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, when yeah. I watched this, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny you say that. When I watched this trailer, when I saw this trailer, I was like, this feels like a fucking Woody Allen movie. Yeah. I, and just, like, it, I'm glad, and I'm glad I that it's a, it. I'm glad that this, what is it, Nicole uh, Holof, Holof, Holof Center? Holof, Holof Center? I don't know sure. how to pronounce her name. Whatever. Uh, written, written and directed by a woman. I, I'm, I'm so thrilled. And I, I love Julia Louis-Dreyfus. I do too. Um, that She's movie so that funny. she did with James Gandolfini still was great. just is yeah. like, yeah. Oh my God! Like I, I want more of that in my life. Yeah. And I know that those movies are not popular, but I also know that they're not expensive to make. So yeah. And people like get please, some talented please, people. Please write cast. them. Please, everyone out there, please write them and get the like. Just write those movies because yep. you will get good people like this involved. So there that's you why I picked it. Yeah. And my my trailer is. It's exactly what you hate, uh, oh but perfectly appropriate for uh, this particular episode. Here it goes. Pete, I'm done running. My sacred mission is to create the perfect society. I'm gonna tell you something. We were gone for quite a while, but no matter what happens next, the galaxy still needs its guardians. Are you ready? For one last ride? Don't forget... where we came from. He didn't want to make things perfect. He just hated things the way they are. The guardians of the galaxy have no place in my world. These guardians are more powerful than you think. <laughs> Some corners of the universe consider him God. It's a face-off. Wait. <laughs> 
Guardians. Everything you love shall be destroyed. I want you all to know that I am grateful to fight beside my friends. Screw you, you stretch-faced, robocop-looking, purple-nurple piece of... You don't know. You think? Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And I know you have such a bug up your ass about Guardians of the Galaxy and Marvel, but the thing I'll tell you about, the reason I'm looking forward to it is I love these characters uh, so much. Um, I James Gunn in the first one made me laugh. In yeah. the second one made me cry. I mean, like yeah. really, when Yondu dies, I bawled Ooh. like a fucking baby. Yondu. Michael Rooker, when he dies, oh, the blue guy. I cried like a fucking baby. Um, they came out with the, I didn't care too much about uh, the whole Thor, Love and Thunder, so that didn't matter to me. I just kind of brushed that off. Which one Which one was uh, 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 Jack Burton in? Um, that, oh, Jack Burton. Uh, that's two. That's He plays Ego, he two. the Is living planet. No, he's dead. They killed him oh, in, in two. In two. Yeah, and and that. but what I love about this is they they did they did a James Gunn did a, a holiday special with these characters for Disney Plus, and the holiday special made me cry like a baby. And it's not because it's Marvel, and it's not because they're superheroes. It's because I really, I really love these characters. I love their journey. I love their their bunch of idiots that luck into things they 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 desperately need family they find each other and they get named the guardians of the galaxy because they're brave but they're kind of stupid at the same time and there's something lovely about of, of all the characters in the marvel cinematic universe i find i am more moved by the guardians of the galaxy for that very simple reason that they're all desperately broken they're like an island of misfit toys that find each other. And wow. this wow. one this one is, is supposed to be a real tearjerker. Uh, James Gunn has indicated that this is the last Guardian of the Galaxy movie, which means some are going to die. And it's going to make me cry like a fucking baby. And I'm well, going to love every single minute of it. should be the last one because he's in charge of DC now, isn't he? Well, yeah, yeah. But uh, this is the so last one. Drax. the last one. Bautista is not doing it anymore because he doesn't want to do it anymore. Thank but God, because he I, has a better career than this I, fucking I, bullshit. Yeah, you know, you're just small with your perspective on it. No, Sorry. I mean, it's nah, just, I nah, mean, they, yeah. they don't you even have, even, have you they seen don't Guardians even have of the Galaxy? Subtitles for these movies? They're just volume? Just volume? Yeah, they don't even no. have subtitles? Dude, just, dude, I'm sorry, Grandpa. If you can't hear the movie, maybe you should just go and watch it on subtitles with your bifocals, fucker. God damn it. How many Guardians are there, by the way? Um, five. There's five. There's five. So Will, Will Poulter is going to pull our heartstrings in this one? Is that right? No, Will Poulter is playing Adam Warlock. Uh -huh. And Adam Warlock is a character. He is the perfect being. Uh -huh. 
And because he's the perfect being, he's a homicidal monster. And the high evolutionary, who is the guy who basically created Rocket Raccoon oh. through torture. So we're going to get some of the Rocket Raccoon backstory. So we're going to figure Ooh. out where he came from. It's going to be beautiful. And it's going to be sad. And it's going to be exciting. And it'll probably be funny. And I can't wait to see it. This is, a, like I said, you got to revisit the Guardians of the Galaxy. Because first, the first one is just funnier than shit. It's just funny. It's just flat out ridiculously funny. The second one is all about family and finding family and 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 one of again one of my favorite moments in the second movie is they're fighting Jack Burton um, who's a living planet and Yondu the blue Yondu uh, who has basically become the surrogate father to Peter Quill is floating down with his arrow and Peter Quill says, you look like Mary Poppins. And Yandu says, Mary Poppins? Is Mary, is he cool? And he goes, yeah, he's cool. It just, it's just, yeah, and he goes, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. It's so, just, a, it's just sweet and funny. Writing. I can't I wait, I, I can't wait for Guardians of the Galaxy 3 compost. That sounds great. Where the Groot gets some compost. That sounds wonderful. All right. I'm happy that you're excited for you. I'm very excited. I That's couldn't wait. wonderful. I think it's going to be lovely. I, I mean, Donnie, I understand that you, while I am 12 I years your senior, I'm sorry that you're far older than I am um, and just oh. cantankerous and you don't like nice things. I get it. That's fine. That's good. I love my Marvel, and I'm gonna, and I can't. I'll see this movie. First of all, I'll see it once in the theater. I'll probably see it a second time in the theater, and then when it finally launches on Disney Plus, I'll probably watch it seven, eight more times because I I'll fucking just, love and, these characters. You know, I'll just throw that out there that it's people like you that take years off of my fucking life. Speaking of which, we're gonna have a guest host, uh, guest, guest, guest host, guest, 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 just a guest. Just guest. Just a guest? Yeah. Just call them guests? Sure. Uh, next time, on I Like to Watch. We're and, not going to tell you what, the movie. We're not going to tell you the movie. Fuck We're you. not going to tell you the movie, but Stick what around. I am going to say, what I, what, I, what I look forward to is that this particular guest, like me, oh is God. a huge Marvel fan. Good fucking my God. friend. My friend, you are outnumbered on this one. Guys, people, ladies gentlemen please fucking pray for me i love you all good night